Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into good time on today's review episode. I can show you the world. Just take a look through my eyes. Good Time is a new 2017 release that has just hit theaters uh, this August. Uh, I went and saw it last night on its previews night. Uh, Good Time is directed by Benny and Josh Safdie, who are a duo that I'm not really familiar with. They have a, about a dozen short films and, and, and early films that they've made, but I'm not familiar with them in the least. And uh, this is their first effort that I've seen. But I had heard a lot of buzz about this movie. I'd heard really good things about Robert Pattinson's performance. And so seeing that it was in theaters, I was really excited to go see it. Uh, it I, I think I'd seen the trailer. It's really fuzzy if I did, and I, I didn't really recollect anything prior to seeing the film. But I, I don't know. It was just, um, I wasn't really sure what I was getting myself into. I wasn't aware of like what kind of style this film was going to be in, what it was going to be about, or anything like that going in. It was very blind, very kind of seat of the pants viewing uh, for this thing. So, that being said, um, I was really pleased. I was very, very pleased by this movie. It's very intense. Uh, the the camera direction, the camera work, the direction, the the um, and the, the sort of dynamic way in which we view these characters is is very close up, very personal, and because of that, it makes the film that much more impactful when something happens. Uh, you you follow Pattinson. Generally, so the general plot is uh, Pattinson and his brother Rob um, Bank, and in the ensuing escape, Pattinson gets away and his brother is uh, captured by the police. And so the film follows after that as Pattinson attempts to free him either through bail bonds or breaking him out or whatever methods he possibly can use and so uh, you know you meet Pattinson's girlfriend Jennifer Jason Leigh he runs into a amusement park security guard played by Barkat Abdi uh, you have Talia Webster who plays this this younger girl that kind of joins Pattinson for a while there was um, another sort of uh, another guy who is about the same age as these two as, as Pattinson and his brother his brother played by Ben Safdie who co-directed and co just co-directed the film uh, Joshua Safdie co-wrote the film uh, so you have this third guy who gets involved in their situation as well and if you watched the movie Victoria from a couple of years ago, foreign film, uh, novelty of as a single take, it has, like, that was a very lighthearted approach to sort of a night on the town 
kind of getting in trouble and, and going where you're not supposed to be. This is a far more intimate and intense look at a similar type of structure as the m main part of the movie takes place in the course of a single night. Probably about 85-90% mm, of the movie is that sequence, that time. Which is as... Uh, is good you know it's it's not long you know it comes in at just under 100 minutes and so you're constantly being pushed uh, closer and closer to the edge of your seat as more and more obstacles present themselves to Pattinson's uh, Connie his, his character's name is Connie and his brother is Nicholas and the whole time you're watching this you're beside the fact that you're watching like an incredibly, incredibly strong performance from Pattinson, easily the best I've seen of his, and uh, easily one of the best I've seen this year as well. But, you know, you get such a great sense of who he is as a character uh, be because it's it's almost, sec it's so second nature, just the, the performance and the, and the presentation of who this person is. You know, he's a very smooth-talking guy, uh, he changes who he is based on who he's around, based on what he needs from these people neck near him. And so just watching him interact with these different people, with these people at a hospital, people at uh, like Barkat Abdi's the security guard, you know, watching him interact with police, um, with, with drug dealers, with uh, his girlfriend and his girlfriend's mother. You know, he's very different in all of these circumstances. And underneath all of that, you can feel that he's actually, you know, he's driving towards this singular thing. Um, from the moment he realizes that his brother's not with him, that his brother was the, has been arrested, that is what he wants. You know, he cares about his brother. Uh, he, he wants the best for his brother. He doesn't think that anybody else is giving that to him. He's very resolute in that thought. Uh, pretty, to his own, to his brother's detriment, in fact. You know, he, it's... You know, all these things that are happening, um, and, and ironically, when you think about the title of the movie, Good Time, you know, all these characters that are interacting with Robert Pattinson's Connie are generally worse off after interacting with him, whether it's, uh, you know, some, you know, whether it's someone he's duped along the way into going out of their way to, to do him a favor, whether it's someone who ends up. Uh, arrested or hurt or dead because of the things he did. Uh, I struggle to find a single character in this movie that isn't worse off after interacting with uh, Connie. And so by the end of the movie, you know, the sort of resolution that's presented is one that highlights that idea. It, it highlights um, the the notion that Connie is not the person that his brother needs to be with. And it does a really good job. I was very satisfied by the ending. Um, there's this great um, uh, Iggy Pop vocal song over the end credits and the final scene that I absolutely love. And the, the, the score throughout the whole movie was very bombastic, very pounding, very... Um, in your face and, and in in the support of your own chair, you know, you could feel it through your whole body. And 
it really added an additional element and layer to this persistent and um, intensifying uh, sort of sort of escape. You know, that's kind of what the whole movie is. It's an escape. You know, you you have Pattinson essentially on the run because you know he wasn't arrested, and so people are looking for him. He is. He does have to be careful about what he's doing and you know, who he shows his face to, which makes the movie that much more fascinating. You know, it, it makes him that much more impressive just how calm, cool, and collected he really is despite the circumstances and in the face of all these people who at the drop of a hat could call the police and tell them where he is. And so he does an incredible job of sort of staying one step ahead of everyone around him. Uh, and so to that effect, you know, like like I said, I think Robert Pattinson gives a fantastic performance. Uh, he has certainly taken over a spot on my uh, best actor list from this performance. And he's taken Will Arnett's spot from the Lego Batman movie. Lego Batman movie now down to just a single nomination clinging to a best song nomination uh, which is um it's 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 had that for a while and that's probably the weakest category i have on the list right now um and speaking of which you know i have good time picking up a best song nomination as well for that uh, Iggy Pop song, which, let me look up the title of it really quickly. Iggy Pop, Good Time. Uh, do, 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 do. The Pure and the Damned. Um, the Pure and the Damned, uh, actually by Onio Tricks, Point Never, featuring Iggy Pop. The Pure and the Damned plays over the end credits, uh, and it's it's... The song itself isn't really that great, I don't think, on its own. But I think within the context of the film, it's very powerful and very affecting. So you also have uh, that song taking a nomination spot and bumping out uh, a song from Beauty and the Beast. Um, uh, Days in the Sun is the song I think it moves out. I think, or, or it is the song it moves out. I don't recall if that's the proximate title, however. Just check here. Days in the Sun. Yes. Yes. I really have to get on the website and update the nominations because they're a little behind. And then the third nomination currently for Good Time is Score. Uh, you know, I, I really enjoy the score. And that knocks off uh, T2 Train Spotting, which removes T2 Train Spotting from the Circle of Film Awards for 2017, um, which is. You know, it started out with a lot of nominations and has slowly just fallen off of that list quite significantly. So Good Time enters with three nominations. Uh, you know, one behind Wonder Woman and Good and Wind River, three behind The Big Sick, Logan, and a Ghost Story, and four behind War for the Planet of the Apes and Dunkirk. But ahead of everything else. So, you know, I don't... I'd rather not talk about the spoilers for this movie. I think you should go out and see it. It it makes... I think that the decisions and directions that the film goes in are interesting, and they don't 
and and to kind of give them away i think would ultimately tarnish the experience uh um but i i think it's a movie that really needs to be seen and understood in its own way you know it's it's very it's a very unusual movie it's very dirty you know it's got a lot of great color effects um you know when they steal the money they end up covered in red dye because of the bomb in the bag of money and after that there's a lot of red in the scene you know they they're dodging behind red cars they're running uh, under a red um scaffolding you know they're they're almost subconsciously trying to blend into their surroundings and i i think that was a really interesting and and brilliant decision and director direction to take this movie um outside of pattinson you know jennifer jason lay plays the girlfriend she does not get a lot to do she mostly just plays this hysterical female character which isn't awesome uh it's definitely uh, it's a little problematic and i i wasn't particularly pleased with that portrayal uh on the other hand um talia webster who plays this younger african-american female who joins pattinson partway through the night and stays with him for a while she gives a really good performance i i really liked her in this movie she was very sassy, very, very, uh, took, she did not like kind of take most of Pattinson's shit, but she was sweet talked by him on many occasions. Uh, you also have Barkat Abdi's security guard, which does not get a, he gets very little to do as well, but he does well with it. You know, he has a lot of he doesn't have a lot of lines, but he has a one really good scene um, after being uh, forced to ingest something um, and succumbing to the uh, two-pronged attack from Robert Pattinson and Buddy DeRess, who is with him at the time. Uh, and then the entire aesthetic of being in this sort of amusement park, middle of the night, you know, like 4.35 in the morning, and the rides are on it's like there's like a scary haunted house ride and they're inside it kind of rummaging around inside it and it's just like the 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 visual effects of that are, are very striking and it makes for a really kind of harrowing experience you know i would not enjoy being in that circumstance uh under those under that situation but uh, you know, given the situation that Pattinson's character is in, you can't, you know, he doesn't really have that many options, to be honest. So, so there's that. There's, there's, hmm. There's, so, so outside of Pattinson, there's really no stellar standout performance, uh, but I, I am intrigued into these directors. There's an, there, one other like notable film that they've put out is Heaven Knows What, which is a film I'm aware of. Uh, it's on my watch list on Letterboxd. It came out three years ago. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's about 
a young heroin addict in New York, uh, played by Ariel Holmes, who I don't think, whose only other film that I've seen is uh, American Honey, which was great. So I'm definitely moving heaven knows what a little higher up the list. I, I think there's a lot of promise here for these directors, and I, I hope that they can kind of get more work and kind of get a, you know, I don't think that like anything about this movie was holding them back, what be it the budget or the locations or anything like that. You know, they definitely, you know, they obviously could get two Oscar nominated performers in Barkat Abdi and Jennifer Jason Lee. So I don't think there's anything like anything really keeping them from doing exactly what they wanted, but I think, I hope that they can continue and then put out some even better stuff going forward. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't have a lot to say about this movie, but I, I think it's definitely one that comes toward, uh, toward the end of the summer. I don't think it's going to get any Oscar looks, you know, maybe some like indie circuit stuff, but I, I would still be surprised to, to see it. And I think Pattinson, you know, I would love to, you know, I totally advocate for Pattinson to get a little more recognition as well come award season, but I'm worried. I don't think, you know, I don't think enough people are going to see this movie. And I think that I don't know that the people that like awards voters, uh, at least especially Academy Awards voters, but probably others as well are willing to move past the Edward Cullen of it all just, just yet. So I'm not sure. Mm, I'm not sure if he's gonna get there. You know, not this time. Hopefully, sometime in the future, he can. Uh, he can really shine and and hopefully top this performance. Which, like I said, it's it's fantastic. He is great in this. So don't don't sleep on Robert Pattinson. He's steadily been doing really good work ever since he was released from the twilight saga and i i'm hopeful for his future going forward and i i think that about wraps it up for today's episode uh thank you so much for listening if uh you have any comments concerns questions or answers you can send those to circle of film at gmail.com if you want to check out uh, other episodes of the podcast you can check out your local podcast provider, um, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google. should be pretty much everywhere. Uh, you can also head over to circlefilm.com. Um, all the episodes are there, as well as the Circle Film Awards, the Scavenger and Superlatives, uh, and, and many, many more pieces of information uh, about me, about the spreadsheet, and whatnot. And if you feel as though... If you like the podcast and want to support it, you can head over to patreon.com slash circle of film and show your support there. Um, all, all kinds of support are appreciative, even if it's just a kind word. So thank you so much for listening. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same tonight. I know she'll never. Even as she fades from view So long, farewell, I'll be the same tonight
Pero me he hecho loco.